Having spent the night in the glowing alien world of Neverlight Grove, the party ventured forward to find out what the sovereign Mycanid Philo was up to, per Basidia's request. They quickly found themselves surrounded by dying, infected creatures and were attacked by Yestabrod, a writhing Mycanid wishing to assimilate them. The party dispatched of Yestabrod, but not before being showered with his spores. Now. They stand in the long shadow of the fungal tower known as Igmorgus. Dro and uh, Nico, you can't help but notice, okay, now that things have settled a little bit, heads popping out of the ground all around you, some of them morphing into mushroom people, some of them not, that uh, off in the distance, um, you see Igmorgus, this giant purple mushroom tower dominating the landscape. It's kind of one of those things where, again, being in Chicago, you know when you see the Sears Tower, the Willis Tower, it's there, but it's hard to gauge how far away it is because it's so fucking big. And yet, even when you get downtown, you're like, oh, it's right over there because it's so big. And it's even further away than you think because it's so fucking big. And then you get right up to it and you're like, wow, this thing is really fucking big. It's a lot like that. This thing is massive. That's hard for you all to judge kind of the distance away. Oh, where it's at. Um, so we're going to begin right there on the map. As you all can see, you are standing right in the circle of spores and not far off. You see, um, who, you know, is Philo, the coral looking kind of mushroom, red and pinkish in color. If you remember them and four Zerkwood uh, awakened Zerkwoods, they're kind of shuffling around, uh, hither and thither. Um, but they are looking onward towards Igmorgus, um, and you all are where you are stationed after fighting Yestabrod. Now, I will say, you do hear Zanaya kind of struggling a little bit more, like, please, please, I beg you. Put some dirt on her head. You with this big guy? What, what do you mean? Glazed over there for a second. Oh, yes, sir. I just let my anger get the better part of me. I mean, you guys did take some blast to the face, you know, of spores or something. Are you guys feeling all right? I feel fine, I think. Uh, yes. Yeah, Jin is fine. Jin saw lots of gins for a second, and then they all went away. All right, so part of the course <laughs> for both of you. Good. Yeah. Please, I'll, I'll tell you, I'll tell you where they're keeping my stash if you just release me from this world. Could be a good deal. I, uh, I already made one with it though, Rastos, if you want to take care of it. I'll go walk up. I let my axe just fall into the ground and hopefully it's still standing, you know, the tip up. Totally, yeah. You slam, um, Flamenzunga, who is currently not awakened and cannot be lit aflame, um... 
you slam it down right next to their head, and they just—they almost try to like lean into it to try to catch the top of their head, but they're buried too far <laughs> down, can't quite get there. And then Rastus will kneel down next to them and, and go, "All right, tell me where it is." Over there, next to where those bodies are piled up. And you look over, and there's a couple of. Uh, other drow who haven't quite been, you know, like turned into spore servants yet, uh, that um, just abroad was probably working on. Um, there is some loose dirt. Now, please do away with me quickly. I'm, we're going to check, and if this is a trap, I'm gonna make sure you live a very long time like this. Go check. Drew, she says, by the pile of bodies over there. Just jaunt over there quickly, kind of kick the loose dirt and take a peek. Yeah, you can tell it's loose dirt. Uh, I'm sure you're going to dig it out um, and nothing happens. Although you do see that you're starting to see, okay, there's like some clothing. You're digging a little bit further. Ooh, there's some um, some rolled up pieces of paper. Um, there's some armor. Ooh, there's some weapons in here. <laughs> Just give Rastos Ooh, the nod. You dig a little bit further, some rations in there. Ooh. Damn, dig a little further, some, there's some, uh, some uh, currency in there as well. <laughs> currency. <laughs> Turn around, give Rastos the nod, and uh, start you know, separating that stuff on the ground so we can take a peek at it. Very well. And I, I look this person in the face. Have I, would I have recognized them from when we were prisoners? No, probably not. Um, house Miserum is a big house uh, that would, would span not or beyond Velkenvelve, so you probably wouldn't recognize them from being from Velkenvelve. Um, they would probably be somebody that Ilvara could sort of use as a uh, soldier, but not necessarily from Velkenvelve. I don't recognize you, but I don't forgive very easily. And all of this is your fault. And I'm going to start... I'm yes, gonna... it's my fault. Just drop that fucking axe through my skull. Of course. Anything is better than this hell. And I start, uh... I pick up the axe, and then I use my foot, like how I use a shovel. And I'm going to s- just start turning up the earth on top of this head. No, what are you doing? Yes, enjoy this. I... This prison. Are you enjoying this? You're sick. Yes. You're sick. All I know is I'm here because of your people. And I'm just covering her in dirt from the... She starts speaking in a language you're learning, uh, under common. Um, but, uh, you, uh probably are understanding everything um probably using some elvish words in there as well that only drow would understand drow would understand from the drow is that she is basically laying curses upon you curses of loth that you will be forever wrapped in the infinite webs of the abyss drow doing something similar to this creature moments ago looks over and kind of thinks for a second that's that's pretty fucked up man it's pretty fucked up but then forge is a little bit closer to rostos I, uh, I, I brushed some of the dirt off their face. What was that you were saying? Just so you know. And I point to uh, some rocks and I go, I know that those are cars and I know what's going on. So why don't you, what are you looking for here? She starts speaking in Elvish, uh, just saying a thousand things I don't want to say. They're too dirty to be said on the podcast. <laughs> it's too, it's, hey, it's too twisted, man. It's too messed up. Like a, like a golf tee. 
I'm going to just sit there, think about it, and think about the curses I just got, and then I pull back, and then I, uh, I'd like to just see if I can just clip the top of her head off. Oh yeah, sure. You 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 Scout knock it her. off. Uh, this is definitely gonna happen. We're gonna roll uh, roll an attack roll to see how far you launch it. Let's do that. Shit's fucked up, man. A twenty. Like a twenty, a dirty twenty. Yeah. Oh yeah. Okay. You you launch it off. It goes to clean. Kratz would be a good drive. Two two fifty yards. You think? Clean down the middle. Yeah. Yeah. Does no no slice or hook to it. Uh, and it goes off. You just see it, and it falls into a bed of mushrooms. And then you just see the mushrooms kind of just start overtaking it, the head, and just bringing it down. Um. Yeah. Hey guys, come look at all this gear. It's like Jesus. Let's get to the fucking treasure. I'm trying to give you all treasure here, man. Don't have to torture my elven friends. What you find in Zanaya's equipment? You find um, bracers of defense. I'm just gonna tell you what these things are, uh, rather than make Jesse Cast identify a million <laughs> times. Um, however, they are made for an elf, and only an elf can wear them. Oh shit! <laughs> Sucks to be you, nerds. Plus two studded leather armor. A plus two short sword. Two spells, remove curse and spider climb. <laughs> That's a nice. Fucking... 20 days of rations. Nice. <laughs> we needed that. Uh, 320 silver pieces. If you all want to convert that into 32 gold, I'm fine with that. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to make you go to a bank in the Underdark to... We could go to the ATM. <laughs> and um, that is it. Metagame-wise, I'm like, I don't want to touch anything because of my madness. So we can distribute this. I, I think that that's yeah, fair. understandable, yeah. And we can figure this out during a break or something. Cool. What would be the fair distribution of that? I think role-playing who gets what item is always like... It ends up with metagaming anyways, which is fine. Like, that's where metagaming is a good thing. Like, let's not just all be like, oh, I want that thing. Well, you can't have this. Like, no, what are we doing, you know? Let's play some fucking D&D. We just, we just throw it in a pile in the middle and we're like, all right, who wants what? Well, do you, do you real quickly, I guess we could equip it. I yeah, mean, I mean, it, I just take the false scrolls, obviously. That's all I can that, use. That's pretty obvious, yeah. <laughs> and then, Jin, you and I, for the leather armor, which I'm cool either way. Well, the, there's, there's the bracers of defense, which just adds plus one. Right. But I thought you couldn't wear those if you had armor equipped. Uh, is that what it is? Yeah. Um, okay, I might have to retcon this because what I was trying to do, and I'll. I also just overrule that stupid rule. Well, it's like on your arms. I was gonna say what I was trying to do is give Jen some stuff since she's hard to give stuff for because like she uses psychic daggers. So I was gonna give her the bracers, and you the armor, and since you have a magic weapon. Um, Had but You yes. still have one yeah. oh. It just hasn't been fixed yet Well that makes sense It's still plus one It's still considered magic Just Flamenzunga is not present Okay it's still magic So I'm, I'm not saying You'll have to do it that way But that's what I was planning Because I feel like I've been really shafting Elliot In terms of gear uh, I know braces are No armor no shield You could turn it into A ring of protection Or some shit the Same difference plus Same thing Okay uh, well, yeah. brace, Braces are plus two though. Ring of protection is fine Yeah Okay, so um, I'm gonna do this then really quickly. Uh, Jen will take the ring of protection. I assume Drew will take the plus two studded armor. Uh, that'll make our ACs, I think, approximately the same. Yeah. So just listeners out there, we decided to retcon the bracers into ring of protection due to me fucking up. So yeah. 
And then we're left with, uh, I guess, Jen will put in the gold and the rations into the party loot, because I'm taking track, Jen's taking track of that. Then we're left with a plus two short sword, which we only have two members that can use. But Would you, you ever... You could technically use them, right, Jen? I could use it, but my psychic daggers I can throw and stuff, yeah, so I'd rather sure. just have those on. The Rastos, would you ever use that? Good. I could take a plus two sword. Yeah, so you have two magic melee weapons. Sure. For the, I mean, I could equip it on my side, but it'd be large. Short sword, right? Yeah. 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 Short sword plus two. That's pretty big. I'll take a. And if you do get salty over Farmanzuna, you know, I'm gonna make you jealous with this short sword. I mean, she's unconscious. It's like cheating on your girlfriend exactly. in a coma. So. Hey. Hey. Well, So is remove curse. What was the other one? Sorry. Uh, spider climb. Spider, spider climb. climb. And this is all from the book, too. I changed one thing. Can I tell you what I changed? Nope. There's a bag of holding in there, and I'm tired of bag of holding, dude. <laughs> They're just everywhere. We I'm need tired one. of it, dude. We don't necessarily need one. I mean, this would be a great You're campaign bag of holding, it, but fuck that. Like, Rostos is our bag of holding because he can move like 500 pounds of stuff. Yeah, at a certain point, <laughs> you can't hold become, on to it all, though. You're just going to become like a circle of <laughs> rope with all the rope you're just going to be like, that's yeah. The, that's the problem is I'm, ha- I'm struggling giving stuff to Jin, um, and so that's why I wanted to change that out to the plus the bracers, but I didn't realize. I was thinking of the bracers of like elven accuracy or archery or whatever they are, uh, but I forgot that they were. Um, yeah. So we'll just do the ring of protection. Is that cool? Yep. Okay. Now, Jin will help... Uh, Jin will help Drill put the, take his armor off and put on the new armor because I'm used to elf armor too. Thank you. Just, just <laughs> you don't need new armor, do you? I'm getting rid of this set. It's just regular studded. Jin does not think so. Jin got some new armor when we were in Gracklestug before the, uh, you know, before it was, you know, somewhat decimated. Well, it's nice that we got new goodies, but. The task remains, and Dro will point to the towering mushroom some odd distance off. Any bright ideas, or are we just going with our normal plan of trudging ahead blindlessly? I like that plan a lot. As I'm doing the Aragorn when he looks at the kid's sword in the two towers where he spins it around. Yeah, the piece of shit sword. <laughs> he tells the kid it's a good sword, and then goes tells the king, hey, we're all gonna die. What's your name? Hamel, son of Hollis. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> 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 uh, was wondering, uh, what was our, our goal again? again Real again. quickly, this is my problem. I brag about our, ours not being super nerdy, and then you all go do shit like that, and we're like, oh, we're actually fun and sociable and like interesting to listen to, and then you all go do fucking things like Lord of the Rings is Fucking dope. Yeah, I know it's yeah, cool, exactly. but it's not nerdy. It's not not nerdy. I mean, I don't. To quote Hamill, son of Hallis, and know that? Yeah, to be okay. honest, I had no idea what that kid's name was. So that's no, amazing. Like, it's insane. <laughs> so it's, it's pretty cool that he knows the name, though, right? It's not cool. He's representative of the true, ro- uh, All right. true hope of Rohan. Elliot, I'm sorry yeah. I interrupted you. You know what? I regret what I did. Uh, Jen, Jen was just wondering to everybody else, uh, what was our goal again? Because I got blasted in the face with the, 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 the mushroom dust, and then I started seeing other gens. I don't know if anybody else saw that, but, uh, you know, were we supposed to kill uh, Philo, or were we supposed to just see what's going on, and then we get help from the, the mushroom people? Come into the talk. city, our goal was just to find a guide out of here, because we're kind of lost. But now that we're here, the goals are money. 
Um, the goals are not. Yeah, we have to help the the main dude. Yes. Oh, yeah. The two I'm factions. sorry. I should have said that in the recap. Basidia told you, right, right, right. and it has been several weeks since we played, so that's fine. Basidia told you, I just want you to find out what's going on with Philo. Not kill. I mean, you all can do whatever the fuck you want, but not kill Philo. Find out what's going on over there. What's up with Igmorgus? And then Rasheru made an agreement. He's like, I'll help you all find Blindenstone. But I can't leave without Basidia's blessing, is what he said. So, those are the non-muddied, very strict set of things that we're trying to. (laughs) (laughs) Rastos holds the sword (laughs) as he's spinning it, and then holds it towards Imorgus. He's like, "Well, all I know is this was a pretty uh, obvious sign of where we were supposed to go first. And you do see again standing up. Before you kind of get to Igmorgus, the pathway would lead straight to Philo. Okay? Um, and you see them just sort of watching as these Zerkwood move around. By the way, all around you, now that the battle has settled, there are various decomposing corpses, various ones who are kind of writhing uh, halfway below the earth or entrenched in different um, mycelia and uh, covered in fungi and covered in just different sort of, um, what's what I'm looking for? Like, not algae. Is that what I'm looking for? Not algae. Lichen. Lichen? Moss. Moss moss lichen. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I was thinking like moss and stuff like that covering up. Yeah. Meaning that you'll see like a Gnothic, like this kind of one-eyed black creature that's just sort of in stasis but held down there. Uh, You look further along and you'll see um, an umber hulk you know, a giant golden beetle creature that's just suspended up in the wall as well, being held down by uh, various mushrooms. And you can see, like, oh, Yestabrod had a fucking business going on here, and he was good at what he did. Um, but Philo stands up, uh, looking towards Igmorgus, about, I would say, maybe like 50 yards ahead of you all, um, paying no attention. I mean, you don't have any mushroom companions with this anymore. They're all like, no, they're, they're gone. drinking water. We look around. I look around like, we know this Philo guy is supposed to be. Er, Philo. If, if and that is Philo standing up there. Yeah. Uh, oh fuck! Hopefully he's a nice mushroom man. One of the circles that was loyal to him, we just took out their leader. Yeah. yeah well, but he tried to spray us with stuff, and it got into my lungs. True. True. It was yes. not very nice. Are you suggesting we go up and talk to him, or do we Absolutely. just scout from behind? No, I say we just go in there trying to talk. Yes. On orders from uh, Basilia. Jim thinks we can just be like, hey, what are you doing here? I don't think that's going to work like that, but we can t- definitely and try in, that. And then the Philo man, he will tell us, this is what I'm doing here, and then we go back and report, and our mission is done. All right, let's go. Deal. Yeah, sounds fine. Okay. All right. You are approaching Philo and his uh, awakened um, Zerkwoods that are um, surrounding him. Um, how do you all want to approach this? He's not facing you. I want to hang back. Dro wants to hang back. And yeah, kind are of we the sure other we ones. really want to talk to all those giant trees? Jin, Jin will take the lead and just walk right up next to him and stand next to him and stare at the thing as he is. Stay, look over and just see if, where his little eyes that aren't eyes the holes are looking at mm-hmm. and just stare to where he is and just stand there for a second you stand there for a second he doesn't notice you uh the zerkwoods are sort of doing their thing just shuffling there about the giant um mushroom tree looking things and then he finally kind of looks down and looks a little bit surprised and he'll say oh hello 
I did not see you there. <laughs> How are you? Hello, this is Jin. Uh, the Jin is uh, this is Jin. I heard that her name is Philo, and uh, Philo. And I was just wondering, sorry about that, Philo. I'm not good with the names. Okay. Uh, but I was just wondering uh, what you were doing here. Me? Yes. Uh, this uh, there's this large purple structure in front of us that you oh, were staring at. It is very. Well, I, I, Jin also kind of understands that. One symbol of the monolithic way of living life where we all come together. No strife, no sorrow. Only one thing. Do you know what that one thing is, Jin? Jin does not know. Love. Oh. It is a concept that is pretty foreign to Jin. Love is a concept foreign to you. Jin does not know if she has felt love before, but there's lots of Jins. So, but Jin gets the monolith thing because there's too many things inside. You know, there's Jin, there's other Jin, there's Juniper, then all these other Jins pop up sometimes. And, you know, sometimes it would be nice if we were just one thing. Well, Jin. And he'll sort of put his, uh, or they'll sort of put their, I can't imagine Mike and it's having gender, but um, they put their, one of their append, um, appendages, I guess we'll call it an arm, kind of like on your shoulder a little bit. And they'll say, Well, Jin. Perhaps you should join us and find love. That is what we offer. And Jin needs uh, some little at the time to think about it. Uh, Jin does have this thing that she can do where we can look inside of each other's minds a little bit. Not like, you know, you don't really dig around, but you could show me things. Uh, is there any way that Jin could do that to you and you could show me what you're talking about? Maybe it would be easier to understand. I suppose so. I don't really have a mind like you humanoids do, necessarily. I am just trying to be one with all my ghosts. Maybe we should just, you know, Jin thinks maybe we should just try, and then if you can show me, then Jin can show you Jin inside the Jin. Uh, okay, this is unusual interaction with a humanoid. Uh, is this your crew back here? He notices all of you out there. Uh, yeah, those are Jin's, like, uh, traveling companions is what we'd call them. To be honest, we escaped the prison and now we're here. That's the short version. Some would call it abridged. Right, um, probably from the drow. I heard them speaking if they're looking for prisoners. Might you be them? Uh, Jin does not honestly know, but most likely 96% yes. Probably. <laughs> yes, that's more than a probably. And so you met Yesterbrod? Yes, Yesterbrod was, uh, spit things in my face. I did not like it very much, but it, it was weird. No, I noticed that he is no longer living. Yeah, sorry about that. It's okay. He was aggressive with his ways of forming us all into one beautiful being. Yes, Jin was assuming... He also will join us soon. Oh, that's interesting. Well, would you like to just, uh, you know, give me... Just send me what you think inside your brain, and there... Well, I guess you don't have a brain, but however you work in your thought centers. Uh, we can try it. All right, just just stand there for a second, and I'm going to look at you. What are you doing? I am <laughs> I'm going to use psychic whispers so we can use telecommunication. Okay. And and it's not you can it's not really written down how you can use it, but because we don't need to understand languages to understand each other, I assume because it's called psychic whispers that we can like share images and things like that, like not image images, but like. Yeah. Like glimpses of what we want to do. So I'm going to try to do that. If it doesn't work, it doesn't work. I'm, I'm cool with that. Um, but the thing is, he's already put all his cards up on the table. Mm -hmm. Like, he is not 
bullshitting you whatsoever. So what you see is the image of, um, okay, I'll give you this. You see um, what Neverlight Grove is, right? Mm -hmm. And you notice the very highlighted colors of all these different disparate mushrooms separated by circles, right? You see the image of Igmorgus, and then you see what looks to be like a um, an area of the Underdark that is completely covered by one solid fungal body. Like creep from Star Yeah, Park? yeah, something like that, where it's just it just kind of surrounds the whole area and all the surfaces, and you can tell it's it's all singular. Interesting. Well, finally you showed me what you had to show. Would you like to see inside of my, my what I have to, or no? Um, honestly, I'm good. But please, I urge you to go see Igmorgus. It is beautiful in there. Truly, paradise. The closest thing we have to paradise in this realm. Interesting. Yeah, well, you know. The last, uh, whatever the time has been, since Jin has been down here, hasn't been the best. I, I, I might want to go consult with my traveling companions first, just because, you know, they might miss me if I spend too much time in there. Well, Jin, as I can tell that you're humanoid, I realize that your time in the Underdark might be perceived as tumultuous. But might I remind you that sometimes the most tumultuous times are harbingers of what the best is yet to bring. And just stares into space for a second, trying to process those th what he just said. And just if you stare back here, Rastos is giving you like thumbs up. Yeah, just because he's not dead yet, or she's not dead yet. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Jin, this is going to take some time to think about what you said, Philo. Uh, it's Philo. Philo, I'm sorry, I keep pronouncing your name incorrectly. It's okay. I forgive you. Oh, that's you're very nice. You're much nicer than some of the people I have worked with before. Well, I'm going to go to talk to my people, my friends, traveling companions, whatever I call them now. And, uh, and you know, this, this, this has been a very enlightening time. And I just, Jin starts to laugh a little bit. Uh, please speak quickly to them, for their song is about to begin. Okay. Jin will just, just look up and just turn back and turn back and walk back to her. To the group? To the group. Yeah, you rejoin the party. You, you tell them Basidia's looking for him. No. What? So what exactly did you talk about? Yeah, what did you talk about for so long? We, we were talking about the one love and, you know, the one heart. No, no, And that that's... we could all get together and everything would, might be all right. I told no. you, I called it, I called it, I totally said they're trying to assimilate all of us. I mean, you said that day one, to be fair. <laughs> I, I sort of got that feeling with that man with the boils. But uh, no, no aggression, didn't want to fight? It did not seem like he wanted to fight us. He just was, you know, he showed me inside what he thought everything would look like in the future, I think. I think that's what it was, and it was just one, one big sentient kind of, maybe not sentient, but a thing, a growth. And what what happened when you did mention Basidia? I did not mention Basidia's name. Uh, that was part of our Oh, mission, but the song is about it? to start soon. Do they want us to stay away from... Big Morgus or go towards it? Oh, no, he, he, they, he, they, she, they told me that uh, we should, I should step inside and see the beauty of Big Morgus from the inside. And that the song will start soon, so we should talk about this quickly. 
You guys, honestly, we've had front show to this fucking freak show for a while. I said we'd go listen to the song. Okay, Let, let's just walk up there and wave at uh, Philo. Someone can tell him Basidia's looking for him, wants to talk. I, I don't think Basidia is looking for him and wants to talk. Basidia wants us to find stuff out about him. Uh, you can go and tell him our secret plan if you want, but that's not on the to-do list. Okay. <laughs> Now keep my lips. <laughs> but they're bugs. CJ's not in a political like subterfuge campaign. Hey, such and so wants to talk to you. Yeah. Like they run the community together. They're buddies. <laughs> All right, then let's. It's like the king telling you to spy on the queen, and then you go up to the queen and say, "Hey, the king wants to talk to you about your infidelity." Oh, just just a word of warning. To Philo uh, seems to know that we uh, might have offed his companion slash friend. Uh, it doesn't seem mad about it, though. You know his name's Philo, right? I'm going to keep... Uh, don't, uh, you know, Jin can't really get this one right. It's okay. Is it Jin or, or Elliot can't get it right? Uh, Jin can't get it right. Okay. Jin or Jine, yeah. I don't want to be called Jine ever. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Jine. Let's I think, go. I think to Philo, uh, what we just took out in the Circle of Spores is going to return to them soon enough. <laughs> <laughs> Let's just walk up. So as you all are walking up, I'm just going to speed this up just a little bit. As you're walking by, um, uh, Philo just waves you. Enjoy the show. Please say hello to the bridesmaids for me. Um, and there is a, um, a slope going downward. And it goes downward into, you're basically on a terrace, and it goes down, and it goes down for several yards. And now you're realizing, like, oh, we're getting way closer to Igmorgus now. Like, this thing is fucking massive and it is very 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 tall very purple and as you go down this slope you'll notice that all around you are um especially as you're walking further past where philo is standing you're noticing that okay while there were some creatures that back there that were being made into um um spore servants you know where they were just covered in mushrooms and sort of dusted over with spores there are even more of them but they're arranged almost like flower bouquets right so you'll have one area where there's just a bunch of creatures who have a lighter skin color and then in the middle there'll be like a dark of a different color type of creature right we're talking like nothics uh young purple worms um dark elves duragar darrow um even some humans every once in a while who might have come into the underdark either by accident or whatever just they're using these bodies to make this horrible bouquet and you feel like you're in a garden but it might be the most disgusting garden you've ever been in right various body parts are used to uh kind of recreate certain shapes and images um none of these things are alive you could tell they were once spore servants used as decoration now and they're just sort of spotting this garden right now as you're walking closer <laughs> anything cool like uh, wyverns or dragons not or... on that level that might be a bit aggressive uh, <laughs> to assume a bunch of mushrooms could just take over one of those hey. um, but yeah no, nothing on that level basically every other creature you could possibly imagine oh definitely some um, some kuotoa some fish people um, definitely oh, who else have we encountered Subscribe, Subscribe to our, our Patreon. Patreon. All, All your support, support helps. helps. Subscribe. Buy sick merch at Follow us on Instagram, Twitter. Look at our Facebook and Twitch. Subscribe to our YouTube to see what we do behind the scenes. We're at Studios and Super Cool. 
Gnolls. Oh yeah, definitely some gnolls. Trolls. For sure. Trolls for sure. Goblins. Goblins, all that. Absolutely. Um, ooh, a mind flare. Yeah, for sure. Throw one of them in. Yep. So when we walk by Philo, does he wave to us? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. This is what humanoids do? Uh, yes. Hello, Mr. Philo. What's, what is going on here? Is, uh, the song is starting. Go find your place. Do we just stand? Just go, go closer. You'll listen. It'll be better if you get closer. I'm going to go ahead and plug my ears, guys. I don't know about the rest of you. I'm just going to stuff some shit in my ears and yeah. keep walking. Um... I pull I'm my gonna, turban I, out. Put it around. I rarely do this, but I'm actually going to read from the book uh, mm-hmm. only because I think this is like really well written, and I don't, I don't really want to intrude on it. So, echoes spill from the misty cavern beyond, a cacophony of wheezing voices that wrap together like some sort of discord music. The remaining heads planted in the garden of welcome, where you stand, begin to croak and groan, joining the horrible song. Through the mist that shrouds the smaller cavern up ahead, that is Ichmorgus, you see the parade of creatures responsible for the melody that is further down inside of Ichmorgus. Their bodies are only vaguely humanoid with clusters of luminescent lichen and tumescent growths forming chaotic patterns on their decaying flesh. Their voices stabbing into your minds, both insane and gleeful in equal parts. And this is what they're singing. From rocky bed, the toadstool rose. From chaos dark, her love she shows. Wish, yearn, laugh, the lady will be wed. Crave, hunger, dance, her joyous spores will spread. Youth is gone, beauty rots, Aromykos and Zagtmoy. Join together, heart to heart, becoming one till death do part. Hail, hail, hail. The discordant wave of music slips over all of you. No madness checks. No madness checks, but (laughs) (laughs) yeah, I think you all probably feel teetering on that um, from hearing, especially the name Zugtmoy. And you are standing not quite within the uh, what would be called like the chambers of Igmorgus, which you can see there are actually kind of carved out windows. Um, and a giant carved out door. You can see these creatures moving around within it around one central being who seems to be lying horizontally. I say we go towards that after that weird wedding song. Yeah, this, this is reminiscent of another unholy union. And I'll look, Dro look to Nico. You still have that fire around your neck, do you not? Oh, yes, and this won't do at all. I mean, if everyone's a mushroom, they can't serve grass, right? Maybe we bring him up later, like not right away. <laughs> you know, it's, it's fine. You do your thing. Uh, as I get my bag all squared up on my back and I make sure my weapons I'm easily are easily grabbable, I'm like, let us ascend this mushroom tower. If anybody this gets sticky and anybody bails, just shout so the rest of us can hear you. Um, but yeah, let's let's go take a peek at the wedding. Should we have a safe word? Yeah, you said it. Uh... not <laughs> like this place. How, how, how about, uh, Fargus? No one will know that word. Okay. 
you yell Fargus, we know that you'll be fleeing the battlefield and we don't have the Minotaur. And vice versa. Deal. All right. Walk into the chamber. You walk into the chamber, and the chamber, first thing you notice is its verticality, right? It is roughly looking like about 100 feet wide and just shoots upward an incomprehensible amount, and everything is bright purple. However, there are sort of almost purposefully decorated areas where just different types of moss and glowing fungi go up in different patterns. Um, green and blues and yellows all around you. There are also stairs carved into the insides of Igmorgus the mushroom that go upward to different chambers. But the most important thing is immediately you see... Let me reveal this to you all. And real quick, 100 feet wide is the stem of this? The thing that you're inside right now. It's 100 feet wide? Yeah. The, okay. That's crazy. I think I count that correctly. One, two, three, four, five, six. It's about that, yeah. It's huge. Um, you see a bunch of different various myconid spore servants that look like some sort of unholy combination, half myconid and half whatever the fuck they were supposed to be at one point. You might see something that has three legs coming out of it, but then it also kind of balanced itself with another mushroom-style leg, right? Um, You look over and you see one of them will have some face of some being on its back that isn't moving, it's just screaming in fear, it's just in place there now. (laughs) And these things, what I guess you would call their arms, they're moving very similar to the parade that you saw back in Gracklestuck in the Whirlstone Tunnels. And they're moving in this jagged, sort of angular manner, circling around this central creature who is much longer, but looks like a, say, nine to ten foot tall female looking humanoid defined entirely by mushrooms. Um, she is incredible, she's made entirely of fungi. She is floating horizontally, almost like in a Snow White Sleeping Beauty kind of style. She's just floating there. And they are dancing around there singing this song. You do notice in the back, there are uh, three um, different myconids who are practicing some sort of ritual with two of them then grabbing hands and then nodding and then sort of coming closer together at the instructions of the one telling them what to do. Um, Let me give you the artwork for what you see. You see this lady right here who has various mycelium falling from her. Good God. Oh my God. She's so hot. That looks like a boss battle. (laughs) And she is floating right there. And I need you all to all roll a madness saving throw. So you're all going to have to roll wisdom. Yikes. Oh boy. Alright, madness. Fail. 16. 15 is save. Oh, I failed. 20. <laughs> 30, 20. Alright. Um, <laughs> this is going to be a standard madness, not, uh, even though Zugmoy is here, she is not currently, as you're looking at her, she's not awake. Okay, so I'm going to make this a normal madness based more on you all witnessing the ritual rather than you're in the presence of Zuckmoy. Uh So go ahead and roll a d100. T20. 
TJ and Jesse. 24. 24. Is this going to be your one, two, or three for you? I only have one permanent one right now. Okay, so you're at zero right now? Okay. This whole time you've only you haven't gotten any short term or long term? I had uh you gotten three total. Yes. Okay, you've gotten three total. So this is a short term now. Okay. Twenty-four. Okay. I'll let you decide um one of these last three things, right? But when you look at this ritual, which you can seem as a wedding. You've been told that it's some sort of wedding or a preparation for a wedding, being as the bride is not ready, <laughs> but a preparation for a wedding. Weddings come with a lot of emotion, right? I don't know if Rostos has ever experienced a wedding, but nonetheless, the emotion overwhelms you, and you can spend... Roll a d10 for me really quickly. Five. Okay, so for the next five minutes, I'll let you either scream the whole time, laugh the whole time, or cry the whole time. Uh, I, th- I think Rastos will be just so overcome with emotion, he'll start to cry. Okay, you start weeping for five minutes uncontrollably. You've been bottling that up for so long. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's what I felt like. It was yeah. a cry. So Rastos just breaks down. Moo. <laughs> 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 he moves a little bit. Sweet. That's awesome. Uh, Jesse. I rolled a 97. 97? Is this your... This uh, is my second. So long-term three, madness? Yeah. Okay, roll a d10 as well. Alrighty. That is a 10. <laughs> Dude, did you crit that? Okay, this isn't gonna be good. Whoa. Okay, 97? Mm-hmm. So for 10 hours... Okay. You walk in, you see this. You have given yourself entirely over to Gratz. This experience of seeing Zogtmoy being worshipped in this way and realizing that she is planning this wedding, it overpowers you. And for a second, your brain thinks, oh, I might have sided with the wrong one. And your brain keeps going back and forth for a second to where it can't really handle the thoughts going into it. And you fall unconscious for 10 hours. Nothing can wake you up. No amount of damage can wake you up for 10 hours. You fall to the ground. Fuck. So we walk in in a matter of 10 seconds, just Rasta starts babbling, crying all over, and Nico falls unconscious. Yes. I'll do the standard bend over, slap Nico, realizing it's not going to wake him up. Oh, yeah, yeah, absolutely. You're just just slapping dead meat, baby. And I'll probably just pull him up against the corner of of the room. They are not messing with you all at all. In fact, they some every once in a while, one of them, like what you think would maybe be their head, will turn in a 180 degrees and make <laughs> eye contact with you and keep it there and just continue dancing and singing. <laughs> As Rostos is crying. It's so beautiful. <laughs> Rostos, why are you crying? Is it because it's so pretty? <laughs> but it's so pretty. Emotion. <laughs> Where is Nico? Nico's out. Can't get him back. He's he's deep, deep sleep. He's alive, but Nico, can't rouse him. Nico must have fainted because it's just so pretty. That's what Jin thinks. Jin, we're not in good way right now. Oh, oh yeah, we, we basically. Oh, oh, Russell, stop crying. It's okay. 
We, we, we accomplished what we came here for, so we can just, you know, Rastos, if you'd like to, once you're finished crying, we can go even pick up Nico. Is that okay with you? <laughs> I don't know. I won't <laughs> be able to stop it. <laughs> it's uncontrollable. I think, I think Rastos is sad because uh, the wedding is so pretty. Do we just watch the wedding, Jim? Or I don't know what else. I think we need to wait for Nico to finish crying and then we can grab him and leave. You notice that nothing has been happening for a while and it doesn't seem that anything is going to happen for a while. This is the preparation. Um, again, when I was talking about those two over in the corner, they're pre- they're doing the re- wedding ceremony, but not it's not like ready to go. That thing in the cre- in the middle is just floating. It's it's clearly not prepared. I guess we should just wait for us cuz I cannot carry Nico that far. I think with you two, you could drag... Nico is not... Nico's pretty lithe, right? Yeah, I'm only like 5'1", like probably like 100, maybe yeah. 105. Oh, I could give him the underhooks over his yeah, shoulder. Yeah, I think I think you all could pull... pull Like, you're not stuck there waiting for us. I think you could pull Nico out. If you wanted to. Whatever you want to do. Romerasto seems to be preoccupied with uh, how beautiful everything is. So I think, Drew, if you would not mind, we should... Get uh, our friend Nico out of here. Take Nico under one of us, under each arm, and Rastos, you can you go? Can you move? We're getting out of here. <laughs> Come on, I bud. Can, I can't. <laughs> Come on, bud. Are you sure? <laughs> it's okay. And I'll sort of lean over and put my big old arms on uh, Dro's shoulders, yeah. and I'm, I'm gonna let all of the weight of them. I collapse and drop <laughs> <Yeah>. Nico, <laughs> and I'll go. <laughs> Should we stop this? <laughs> <laughs> it's okay, bud. We'll, we'll we'll do it soon. We just gotta get out of here until Nico wakes up. No, but should we <laughs> kill them now? <laughs> they look <laughs> weak. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I think that would put Nico in in a grave danger if we did that. And the tears are just dripping down my face all over your face, I hope. Some snot from your bull nose. Let's get Nico back. (laughs) What do we do? Uh, uh, Rastos, we are going to take Nico back and report our findings to... Basidia. Basidia. But these creatures, <laughs> they look so weak, we could <laughs> stop their <laughs> Rastos, what they're, faces <laughs> what they're into doing, jelly. <laughs> it's a, they're trying to have a beautiful union of, you know, mycelium and, and all their things. We should, not let, we should just let them go. It'll be fine. <laughs> Remember the mission. You're right. It didn't say stop a wedding. <laughs> try to shift uh, his weight off me a little bit and get Nico and, and try to start moving out. Yeah, you all are going back out. You're going through that uh, the garden um, again and, and looking at all the horrors that are there. And you're dragging Nico out. Rastos, uh, you're still crying. I, again, you're just... It's, I, don't, I don't know what triggered it, and you don't know what triggered it either. Maybe it's too beautiful. Maybe all the weight of the world came <laughs> crashing down on your shoulders. Who knows? Um, but you all are going out of there, pulling Nico behind, and Philo is standing at the top of that slope. He's just saying, Isn't it gorgeous? Isn't it beautiful? So beautiful. Move to tears. <laughs> oh, yes, the beauty has crushed me, friend. 
<laughs> it's also, it was so beautiful that our other friend passed out. Right, it almost happened to me the other day. Sometimes you just get overcome with emotions and you faint. Absolutely. Will you be joining us? Uh, we have to go wake our friend up first, but uh, we might come back later. Right, okay. We'll be here waiting for you. We can't wait. I'll put you on the guest list. Oh, that's, that is very nice. Uh, my name is Jen. Jin? It's, it's Jin, and then there's Nico. Nico. That's the one that passed out, and the the one that's crying is Rastos. Rastos. <laughs> His last name is Targul, don't forget it. And the only dark elf who walks in Neverlight Grove? Uh, that's his uh, draw. Draw. I'll put you on the guest list. Please come back soon. Oh, we'll, we'll be back. You All can right. be rest assured. Great. Mr. Philo. <laughs> yes. Is there a name for this <laughs> event that is happening here? <laughs> it's the wedding of Zagatorn and Aramikos. Okay, thank you. <laughs> we can say the five minutes are up, TJ, but thank you for role playing that so well. That was awesome. <laughs> and, and then he just stops trying to. Oh, man, that's weird. <laughs> oh, my eyes feel like I've been standing in the desert with sand flinging into them for minutes. I'm curious. Hours. <laughs> you can just decide this. Does Rostos feel better? Nope. Okay. I didn't know. Like, I mean, you know, sometimes you have to have a good cry. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Nope. Or a good, like, you know, throwing things around, punching a pillow, screaming, playing doom metal. Mm-mm. He uh, sort of feels back to sure. normal. He's Equates Fine. it to standing in the desert with sure. sand blowing in his face. Absolutely. <laughs> yes, that's weird. I uh, haven't had to do that in a while. Drove so sweaty and just tosses Nico's body to Rosalind. Here, here. Oh, oh, you're back. And I, I pick up Nico with one hand, his arm, and then I just I sort of throw him over my back. Yeah, we might have to calculate your encumberment now that you're holding Fargus and Nico and all these weapons. Uh, how much is Fargus? We'll, we'll talk about it in a second. I'll, we'll do it uh, when we take a break. But uh, Okay, so you all are at the top of kind of back where the Circle of Spores is, where you were talking to Philo, a little bit beyond there. Basically where you killed Yestabrod. And again, you're sort of... Um, into the larger opening of Neverlight Grove, further away from Igmorgus. We go back to the Circle of Hunters. Lay Nico's head down. I don't Make know. sure they're safe. You haven't been to the Circle of Hunters. Uh, where do we take a little circle short of explorers. rest? Explorers. I misspoke. Could go back to the Circle of Explorers. If you remember correctly, though, um, he did warn you that some things were trying to come up and mess with you all while you were sleeping. So, I'm just saying it's not an inn. Just so you know. Yeah. Maybe, maybe we should just take Nico with us and go tell Basidia what uh, what Philo is trying to do. That's a better idea, actually. Like and then and then maybe Basidia will get rid of the mushroom spores in my body. Maybe. Probably not. <laughs> God damn it. You laugh a little bit, Jen, for it's getting serious now. <laughs> Oh, well, at least it was fun. That was a pretty wedding. Wedding ceremony, presentation. the Kotoa wedding. <laughs> oh, that one made me go insane, but this one was just nice. Damn, I've already forgotten several details from three weeks ago, so I guess I'll just ask. Do you remember Basidia saying she would be residing anywhere while we were off in the city? Basidia um, is the overseer of the four circles that are kind of on the upfront of uh, Neverlight Grove. So Basidia sees over the ones that you 
already see. And remember, it's so open, and Basidia is so recognizable with their giant mushroom cat, and they're so much taller and more colorful than the other ones, that you could see the Sovereign um, pretty much from anywhere. However, there is the inner circle, you know, that's that's where you all really had the main conversation with Basidia. Um, and you could easily see that that's where they reside right now. With a bunch of awakened Zerkwood who seem to be sort of like the royal guard and almost the royal like servants and helpers and workers that seem to be surrounding both of the uh, sovereigns at any given time. So yeah, if you look and see Zerkwood, one of the uh, especially awakened Zerkwood moving around and doing stuff, it's probably that's where one of the sovereigns is at. And yeah, directly, um, you know, where you all first had that conversation, uh, they'd be down there. Unless anybody protested, I would suggest going that way. Let's go. It is fine, Jin. We need to go report back. That's what we were supposed to do anyway. Okay. Um, I want to... I don't want to leave Nico completely out of this because that sucks just on a dice roll. Like, you can't do shit this whole fucking <laughs> session. So here's what I'm going to do. As you all are heading down there, uh, Rastas, you're carrying Nico. How are you carrying Nico? Literally on my shoulder. On your shoulder. Okay. Um, Nico, you're in a world of complete blackness, except for yourself. What do you do? I'll just kind of, uh, I guess I'll look around, and if there's nothing there, I'll just kind of, hello, hello, hello? anyone here? Anyone here? Anyone Echoes here? off in another direction, and it just kind of goes around and comes back at you and goes right by you. Hmm. Well, it seems I was, don't know where I'm at. That was kind of insane. I guess, uh... Guess I'll sit down for a moment, and I'll just kind of sit cross-legged. You sit down, and you sit cross-legged. There's, again, nothing around you. What do you think of? I'll probably nonchalantly be tracing the tattoo on my chest. Cool. You start tracing the tattoo on your chest, and the memories of Gracklestug, and your deal with Gratzt, and the dragon heart, and the tattoo that you gave yourself that caused everyone to go madness, they're just sort of flashing around you, just kind of like hovering above you, sort of like projected screens on walls you can't see. We can come back to you if you want. Yeah, let, okay. me, give, let me get a second to For think sure. about it. Absolutely. So as you all go, uh, go down to Basidia, um, they're there giving directions to uh, the Zerkwood, and as you come up, they're um, going to greet you again. Hello, humanoids. Do you come with questions or answers? Joel kind of elbowed Jin forward. I think the Jin has some answers for you. If Basidia is around, is Basidia around? This, this is Basidia. Oh, you are. Oh, I forgot about your purple mushroom cap. I, I'm sorry. You making it are strange to me, and it's been taking a while to get used to telling the differences between you. If it makes you feel any better, you all look the same to me. Oh, that actually makes Jin feel a lot better. Uh, because you know, like we're kind of on the same page now. Oh, uh, yes. But to the thing that you wanted us to do, maybe for you uh, to find, um, you know, what uh, what Philo was doing. Who is this Philo? Philo. Philo. Yes. Come on, man. So Regina is not good with the names. Uh, you know, he, they are. You know, maybe they are. There's the big. There's a, a tower. Igmorgus, the big purple thing, and they're singing songs, and inside of it, they might be trying to have a wedding between uh, something called Zagmoy and the Oromaikos, which you talked to us about. About Jin looks at her, her wrist for a second, and this 
hallucinate to watch there. Yeah. <laughs> I'm out. Five hours to go. You look different than when we last talked. What is wrong? Oh, Jin is a, a, a gentleman up there, and uh, one of uh, uh, the Mike and one of your mushroom friends has sprayed uh, some spores into my mouth, and now I'm seeing things. If if you wouldn't mind, if you could, do you know how to deal with those? Can you like that rip? Should wear off. It shouldn't be a problem. Oh, you, you don't need to rip them out of my body or anything like that. No. <laughs> I mean, you could you could do that if you want. Those spores from yesterday are only meant uh, to really affect beings that are on the verge of death or knocked out or incapacitated but you should find with that uh, unless things have changed oh no Jin is very healthy right now Jin never even got the grackle stuck long what is uh I don't worry about it uh so uh Philo he is is making uh you know they're doing chants and I think they're practicing for a wedding what is what is a sucked point a Big lady, ten feet tall, floating. Well, then she's—they're going to simulate her with Aromakos. That is not unheard of. Strange that they'd be having such a celebration. The Lady of Decay. The lady of Decay. Okay, so she must be well beloved by Philo. Yes, and oh, what he showed me in the pictures of the—you know—never mind how I know this. Uh, Jin saw that eventually when the Lady of Decay might be there, that there's a big circle of love and everything is just one from the rest of time. Well, that's not a completely horrible goal. Jin does not think so either. It seems very reasonable. I like that Jin thought it was nice. But yeah, that's what, it's basically what's happening. I think that's what you wanted to know. Do you have any other questions? So nothing bad. Well, uh, no, it looked weird to us, I guess, right? Uh, there were weird creatures of mushroom half people people from our surface. Humanoids. Dancing. What is dancing? Uh you know the have you seen the parade ever? No. What is a parade? Uh when well we were going through caverns, a large group of your people, the Mike and it were walking through sort of Singing and I guess you don't know dancing, but moving. What is singing? Uh, if anyone wants to sing, Farkas was the singer, and I, and Rastos just sort of moves his arms and goes, "This is what they're doing for dancing." And why would something do that? That is very inefficient. Does uh, not help out the the community, the group, the oneness of us all. I'll tell you one thing: when we were in another town. We saw movements that the whole town enacted. And they were chanting and doing this singing thing that you do not know, but is sort of like chanting all in unison. It brought about a terrible creature. We had to run as it decimated an entire town. You're saying that singing and dancing conjure forth evil? Yes, it can. These mechanisms are not acting normally. This sucked boy might be different than a normal mechanism. You called her the Lady of Decay. Yes, the Great Cedar. Well, he's going to turn towards the other Zerkwood and he's going to nod. Um, and they're going to start going off to the other circles. We have to go. We're leaving Neverlight Grove. Wait, what? We're abandoning the 
this place. What should we do then? I suggest you leave as well. Does that mean you'll give uh, the... His name was Rasharu. Rasharu yes, the okay? You may travel with Rasharu. Okay. You taking your four circles loyal to you as well? Yes, we must find a new home. This one is tainted. With what, I do not know. Well, if you give us but a moment, our way is towards Blinkenstone. I don't know if our paths head down. Our journeys head down the same path right now. <sighs> you may leave Neverlet Grove with us. In fact, I recommend you do. Then would you give us just a bit of time as we need to go grab Rasharu? As no. you gather your circles. We are leaving immediately. Rasharu will be ready. He will also be leaving immediately as well. Well, then we'll wait right here for Rasharu. Okay. I mean, so what I'm trying to say is the, the, the Zerkwood are going up and telling the various circles to go. Okay. And they are picking up because they don't have possessions. They're just like getting like whatever corpses or whatever around them. And just you just see mushrooms start to kind of arise and just move out of Neverlight Grove. There's still the bioluminescence, although it's starting to flicker a little bit. Um, it's just, it's a lot less populated from the things that you saw moving, maybe like shepherding various... So we um, don't, we don't have to get Rasheru. He'll meet you on the way out. So, the Mykonids are leaving, slowly but surely, going forth to the entrance to this large cavern that you all originally walked into. Alright. We saw that thing. It brought on crying for me. I never do that. Uh, Nico's in some sort of catatonic sleep state and we see more of that dancing and ritual things this mushroom where this thing popped up is from who knows what but some some otherworldly purpose made it grow here within what they say several days time I say we also flee but unless you think we can stop the ritual you said it yourself in between crying that they looked weak and you would stomp their heads in quickly. Yes. I have a bad feeling leaving this place knowing that that ceremony might be finished. Jill thinks that we should probably leave, especially since Nico is unconscious. That's the main deciding factor. Nico is out. We can't protect them if they're not aware. Yes, and if we leave Nico on the ground, who knows? The fun guys seem to just grab things and just eat uh, them. I'll hold him on my back. Which means... Which means that you will be fighting with one hand. And then we might risk losing Rasharu. Fuck, I really want to go back and fight. But it might handicap our chance of survival, our chance of exit. Last time we stayed in mushrooms with your decision, we lost Jimjar. I'm not willing to risk Nico now. Yes, I don't touch mushrooms anymore without permission. Well, I'm not willing to risk another member of the party. We need everything. If we do nothing, it might just delay the inevitable. But Sidia's gonna come up and he's just gonna say, or they're just gonna say, We're leaving soon. Please make your decisions. 